podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, uh, I think, interesting. And uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. You can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse. And um, I I have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com. So come over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It will give you the roadmap. It will give you me. It will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and, and a community of like-minded coaches. I think you'll love it. Let's head off to the podcast. To get stronger, to basically, yeah. that's what I'm going to say. Not like bulked, but stronger. Well, so the way we measure strength is pretty archaic still, right? So it's it's can you move five pounds more? Than you did last time, right? Right, I get it. It's a pretty archaic approach. So, when are you going to start to notice that? Well, in a squat, you're going to notice that in uh, you know, you're going to notice that in a week, right? In a bench press, you're going to notice that in, in two weeks. Um, so athletes will get stronger the second you start training them, um, they'll get stronger. It's just can we measure it, right? Is it a measurable strength gain? When are you as a basketball coach going to notice that there's a difference in this athlete's either appearance, posture, or performance? Um, it's going to take a few months. Okay. Right? It's going to take three or four months. And then if they do it consistently three, four times a week, um, if you didn't see that athlete for three or four weeks, three or four months, and they came on your court, you'd be like, wow, that kid's changed. Right. And you would notice it. The problem we have though, Steve is, is it does take long, right? We're in a fast food society. We, we want it. We want it now. TikTok, we're a TikTok society. Yeah, right. We are. We want it now. Right. And so the number one thing is consistency. And if we don't have athletes who are consistent with their workouts, they're not going to see the benefit. If they come once a week, every other week, you're not going to see any benefit of that. And so. So what's the minimum you see somebody at least twice a week? Twice a week. In season, we'll we'll, we'll do it once a week in season. Right. So if we have a basketball player who's playing, um, I still want to get them in Sunday nights maybe um, just to get a lift in, just so that all the work that they did in the off season isn't going to vain. Um it's at least gives them something to do. Ideally, it's twice a week, even in season, it's twice a week. Really? Okay. And off season, we train three times a week. So we don't train more than that. And I'm in a high school right now where we do train four times a week just because that's what the that's what we have available to us. Um, so they're there's shorter lifts and they're split lifts. Um, so the reality is we're training, you know, one pattern twice a week, um, but we're training, you know, four different patterns. So um four times a week works with that system. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just, so l- someone's listening to this and they're going, yeah, I, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I'm in Tennessee or I'm in like, is yeah. there, 
like, and I don't have anybody. I'm in a school of 200. What do I do? Yeah. Because that's why I know. I'm, I know there's listeners that are going, oh, I agree with all this. But, you know, if I don't you live ask- in a town of 250,000, I don't live in. So what's the solution? If you if you were the radio show host of an AM radio and we were doing this 25 years ago, Steve, I wouldn't really have an answer for you. I'd tell you, well, you got to go find a strength coach in your town, right? Well, the beauty of this is we're not. You know, we're, it's 2023. There are resources everywhere. And those resources are not Google. Um, those resources. Why aren't they Google? Because that's the first place people go. Because you can't trust what you're going to see on Google, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody can post something up there. Yep. Um, it's not going to be a proven method. It's not going to be a tested method. It's going to be, you know, you're going to find things. How to improve your vertical jump 12 inches in six weeks, um, right. which is a, bu- you know, it's a bunch of, it's, it's, it's BS, uh, right. It's stuff that's put up there to sell a program, but there are reputable systems out there. Um, Train Heroic has a marketplace, which is a is a um, an app that you can buy. Um, actually, it's, an, it's a free app, and you can download programs from this from strength and conditioning coaches in our profession that load programs up there that you can download as an individual athlete in Tennessee who doesn't have any access to anybody um, that they can go through a workout. Um, for and how will they know if they're doing the it right? So that's a good question. And that's always the challenge with remote training. Um, so they have videos, uh, a good video library. So it shows you how to do the exercise. Um, some programs will have communications with the coaches that you could send um, form checks in. Um, okay. You have to look at the exact program that you're buying, but you could send in a form check to your coach to say, hey, I'm, I'm squatting. 135 pounds is this right and you can send in a form check and they can then correct you and give you some feedback it's not ideal um but again what is ideal when you're when you're talking about remote training the ideal scenario is you've got a good strength coach in your school right got eyes on you who teaches you proper progressions and is properly loading you with 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 progressive weights but in in the absence of having that we're going to have some drawbacks. and you need weights to become stronger yes 100 percent. at a certain point right i mean Everybody can get stronger. If you're starting at zero, just doing a body weight squat is going to make you stronger. Um, after you've gotten kind of maxed out your body weight squat, now doing a lunge can help continue to make you stronger. After you've gotten through that, now you can do a single leg squat. That'll still make you stronger. But now you've pretty much exhausted what your body's capable of overloading. So now you have to add weights. Okay. So I'm just okay. thinking if a kid wanted to do it at home and couldn't afford like yeah, no, for sure. Especially young kids, right? Just learning how to squat correctly. Right. That's the first step. Um, learning how to get in the right postures and positions. I think that's one of the biggest things that I teach, I coach, is that, you know, there are there are these postures and positions that we need to own um, as athletes. And the athletic posture is one of them, where, again, we want to get them out of our toes and, and knees. We, we want to get them more into our hips um, because that's going to make me more powerful as an athlete. Yeah. No, I, I'm just I'm just trying to think of people that are listening, yeah. and it's like they're agreeing no, saying, with everything we're saying, and they're yelling at. Yeah, their- looking to looking to train heroic. I think, and again, I'm not. I do nothing with them. Um, we do have we do use their app. Uh, we do send out remote programs to people that are interested. Uh, but there's a good marketplace there that I'm sure you could find anything you're looking for. Um, and it's it's at least you're, you're getting a program written by a, a strength and conditioning coach at least. So that's a plus, at least. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting uh, some sales pitch that you're going to improve your vertical jump and you're going to improve your vertical jump 12 inches in six weeks. You're not, you're not getting that at least. 
Right. And that's, and, well, and if that's what you're looking for, there's other issues at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not, that. that's not really what it's about, but it's more, I, I look at it as I'm just trying, I want to figure a way to make my athletes better athletes. And I also want to, part of it's injury prevention. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, just don't want them to, you know, because I think it's a long, at least basketball is a really long season. So yeah. it can wear after. Well, a while. and again, injury prevention, Steve, is, is so much a coach can do for injury prevention. And it goes back to what I said before about volume. Um, you know, have your practices gotten longer or shorter as you've aged as a coach? Definitely got shorter. Um, but I would say in the last COVID, you know, we didn't have a season. So I'm still playing catch up. Yeah, yeah. It's two seasons. So I would say my February this year was longer than pre-COVID. Okay. I'm hoping by next year I can, just because it's like they just don't, I'm not doing more strenuous stuff. I'm more teaching. I'm more like, because it's just, I'm playing catch up after COVID. Um, But you you as a coach, you know, once you know what to filter out, what's not important and what is important, you can start to really focus in on those important things and the practice doesn't need to be as long. No. And the same thing for us in the strength and conditioning world, you know, lifts used to take two hours, right? You weren't lifting two hours. You weren't getting it done. Right. right. Now our lifts, if we're lifting more than an hour, it's too long. Um, we're, we're not, we're not filtering out enough. We don't need to spend that much time in the weight room to get the benefits out of it. It's a whole dose response relationship. More than two, more than an hour doesn't get us a lot more than, than an hour does. So why do it? And what, and so, so if you were, if you had, let's say I gave you, player X on my team. And I said, I'm going to give you him three days a week for the next three months. What, what major lifts are you going to do? Really all depends on what that athlete looks like, right? I'm going to test that athlete. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do some performance tests on the athlete, looking at the explosiveness, the power, the quickness, the speed, um, the strength. And based on what I see, um, we're going to create a program that, that is designed for that athlete. But again, see, that's much different than a team, right? So if you're bringing a team of 15 players into me, we're right. still going to do some testing um, and we're still going to do some assessments, but we may not get to where every athlete is doing exactly what they need to do in all scenarios. Now, if you are the Lakers and I, my whole job is yes. to work with your one team, then right. every athlete is treated as an individual. Right. But in a high school setting where you have one strength coach who's working with 500 athletes, the expectation can't be that every athlete's getting exactly what they need, but they're all going to get something that's very close to what they need. So as an individual athlete, we can do a lot of very, very specific evaluations and breakdowns and, and make sure that the athlete's getting exactly what they need. Um, but really, so when, after we finish our evaluation, you know, they might need lower body strength. We assess that their lower body is not very strong. So we're going to give them a lower body strength program. Doesn't mean that we're not going to do upper body strength. We are um, based on how they jump. If their if their vertical jump is, you know, 28 inches, uh, but their reactive strength index, that four jump test I was talking about before comes in at 1.8, uh, which again, we, we said the standard is about 2.1 to 2.5 with the really springy athletes over three. Well, now we know that athlete's not very springy. So our, our plyometric program is going to focus on being springy. So we're going to do a lot of things to help with that. So, yeah. So, but the, te- but you, you basically give a pretest like in math sure. class. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You want to know where you're at. If we don't know where you're at, then what, how can I possibly make you better if I don't know where you're at? 
hear you. What, what uh, do you give a post test then when you're when, like, do you we see the post test? We call them this. The, we just continuously test them. I, I, I'm not a big fan. You're a stats guy. So you, you, you would know this, but I'm not a big fan of pre and post tests um, in the world of biology. The body is so variable. It changes on a day-to-day basis. So oh, yeah. I pre-test you. And then six weeks later, I post-test you. I could have pre-tested you on a really good neuromuscular day where your vertical jumps 28 inches. And I'm post-test you on a really bad neuromuscular day. Six weeks later, now your vertical jump is 28 inches. It's going to look like I didn't improve your vertical jump at all. But right. the reality is three days later, now your neuromuscular system is really primed. And now you're at 32 inches. So the reality is I made your vertical jump better, but I just tested you on a bad day. So instead of that, we continuously test. You're always testing yeah. every day. So 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like I want. It, it's like when you go to the doctor and they check your blood pressure. Yeah. They just want lots of data points. Yeah. Because you might, I might have just yelled at a kid in class and then gone and you know been wired up on some caffeine and my blood pressure might be high. They want sure. lots of data points. It's the same thing with you. I'm guessing if you're always testing, it's easier. Yeah. But you yeah. need a starting point. You need a, the more data points we have, the better. Just and again, we're we're doing it as part of training. So when athletes come in, they might do a, they're gonna they might be asked to do a vertical jump every day they come in because I want to know what their neuromuscular readiness is. But as part of doing that, we're also getting their vertical jump measured every day to see are they getting better. And over, over the course of six weeks, they're going to get better. But some days are going to be better than others. But yeah, that's I think that's really important to understand is that you know when we're testing athletes the pre post test mentality is not a good approach uh, because it could be very um, it could be very uh, fl- uh, in flux depending yeah. on how the athlete is that day. So if you could give one tip to a coach as far as athletic performance, what would be the you can only give them one tip. They're only going to hear this one tip from you. What would you say? for sports performance that you would give to the, to the basketball coach. Again, because it's the foundation of everything. This sounds like a broken record or sound. I sound like a football coach saying this. I understand that I've, uh, I want people to understand that I've been around for a long time. I've been a strength conditioning coach for 27 years. Um, and I've seen the things come and go. Um, so I'm not saying this flippantly, get your kids stronger get your athletes, get them started strength training. As soon as, as soon as you feel like they're psychologically ready to, to be committed to it, get them stronger uh, because it's the foundation of everything. And again, I'm not saying that I want them be, to be powerlifters. I'm not saying I want them to strength train like football players. I'm not, I want them to strength train like an athlete. I want them to be um, to strength train in a way that helps them move better. Um, not in a way that hinders their movement. So get them stronger. As soon as you can start to do that, start working on the technique that lays a foundation so that, again, when they're when they're um, post-puberty, they can actually start to get on and put some muscle mass on and get stronger um, when it matters. And what age would that be? It's different for everybody, really. Okay. Um, the first part is if you have a kid who's really, you know, obviously we all know that there's 11-year-olds out there who <laughs> act like 15-year-olds, and then there's 11-year-olds you have 11-year-olds who act like eight-year-olds, right? Right. So it really depends on that. Are they psychologically, cognitively ready to start something like that? Are they willing to listen and do what's what's being asked of them? Or are they too squirrely right. to handle it? So that's the first part. Physiologically, like I said before, girls need to start strength training um, as soon as they start to hit their growth spurt. Um, because they're going to get... That's their, like 12. Their, that's like 11, 12, probably. It's huh? 11 and a half. Yeah, 11 and a half years old. Um, 
that's the average that's the average growth spurt for females um because they are going their levers are going to get longer but they're not going to get stronger right which puts them at higher risk for injury what's boys when's boys big one boys is 13.5 13.7 actually but 13 and a half years old so with boys though when boys get when boys go through their growth spurt they have what's called a neuromuscular growth spurt as well so their nervous system improves in its contraction velocity so it can contract muscles harder so they actually do get a little stronger automatically when they grow and do boys and do boys get more than one growth spurt yeah um no you have one growth spurt some are longer than others or some might come in little waves but yeah everybody's Uh, got one adolescent growth spurt and when, when does that stop like you can have a growth spurt from 13 to 18 uh not usually but it's possible uh, usually what's going to happen is that it's about 18 to 24 months is your growth from the time of your, the onset Start. of your growth spurt to the exit of your growth spurt. But you have to think of it as a line, right? So you're growing fast, your peak, and then you come down, but you're still growing fast. You're still growing. You're it's coming way down. down until you're growing, until you're not growing anymore. Okay. That makes sense. I don't sense. think there's ever, I mean, maybe there's cases of athletes who've had multiple growth spurts, but usually it's one long growth spurt that just kind it of just continues and pops. slows down a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and then it slows, and then you and only then do it. And then all of a sudden, now you're an adult. Well, now, once you're an adult, your body can utilize all those resources toward, you know, putting on muscle mass and getting stronger. It doesn't have to utilize those resources toward making your bones longer and connective tissue longer and all that stuff. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you. I know you got to go head off to work. So thank you for being on. I appreciate it. You answered all my questions. Excellent. Very rarely do you answer all my questions without making fun of me. So I appreciate it. I didn't make fun of you once. (laughs) I know. I know. That was very good. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Sports Social Podcast Network.